Hey, real estate besties. Today is Tuesday. And around here, that means that we are answering your burning questions. Now, I don't care if it's about a deal that you're working, just a question on how to organize something in your business, or if you just want to dish with your good real estate bestie, I am here to answer your questions. Now, if you have a question, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash ask, and you will be able to leave a voicemail and I will answer your question on the podcast. Let's get into our question for today. All right, besties. Today, our question is, what do you absolutely need to know when listing a house? So I wanted to really have this conversation with you because of personal experience. And I was looking in a Facebook group and I saw a real estate bestie that actually had, did not ask this question that I want to make sure that you are asking. And it ended up being detrimental to both her, the transaction and her seller. So let's start off from the beginning. I know that listings are for a lot of you all, myself in, um, included, that is the way to go, right? We definitely, we love our buyers. We love helping them get into homes. But the reality is that nobody really has to buy. Buying is a convenience. It's a choice. You know, most people who are looking to purchase, they already live somewhere. So if they need to stay extended, they can do that. They can figure it out. On the other side is that when you are speaking with a seller, they have a need, right? There are different reasons. Maybe they are, their family is switching up. So maybe they're going through a divorce or maybe they are trying to get out of debt or maybe they need to downsize. The house is no longer serving them. There is a more of a pain point why they need to get out, right? Why they need to sell the home. It is so important in this profession that you are just a ninja when it comes to asking questions and you get all of the information and it's even more so important when you are listing a home. And some of these questions, if you're not used to asking them, they can feel invasive, but if we're not asking the right questions and not doing the due diligence, then it actually can harm your seller in the long run. So I want to, you know, safeguard you from making a mistake, right? That that could not only harm your seller, but it could ruin the transaction and honestly just affect your credibility as a real estate agent. And this question that we need to know, y'all, is how much do you owe on the home, okay? We need to find out for sure how much do they owe and not just the mortgage debt, right? Are there any additional liens on the property? Is there anything that may that they may have done differently that may have affected what they think their general payoff is? Because for a seller, it's really going to come down to the dollars and cents, right? How much money they're going to be able to walk away with. And if whatever that final number is, if it's going to get them to their goal. And if we are not careful, right? And if we are not making sure that we are intentional about asking that direct question, but then following up to make sure that we're getting the documentation to support exactly the information that they're giving us, then, you know, you might have a seller sign a contract that they honestly can't afford to sell. I'll give you a great example. I once um, had a conversation with a seller 
And, you know, we were talking through the numbers. I ran a net sheet. I asked the question, okay, how much do you owe on the home? They told me how much they owed. I knew that the home that they were had experienced some financial stress, right? And they actually had done a loan modification. So what I asked them, and if you don't know what a loan modification is, it is sometimes when your homeowners are in distress or they're experiencing hardship, they're able to go to their mortgage company and pretty much apply for what feels like assistance. But all mortgage companies are not created equal. And sometimes that assistance or what they are offering them in terms of not having to pay the mortgage or pay a reduced amount, it, it's almost like putting a bandaid over a bullet wound because it will, you know, stop the bleeding for a little while and give them a little bit of relief. But at some point, you know, it's, it's intended to be a short term solution and then the mortgage will return back to normal. But then here's the part that some homeowners don't know or they don't always disclose is that that modification or the different things that they might have done with the mortgage actually will add more to the principal, right? And their payoff isn't what they thought it was. So getting back to this conversation with this homeowner, you know, she gave me a number of what she thought she owed. I ran the net sheet based off of her, off of the numbers that she gave me, right? Because she said, hey, I pulled it up. This is what I owe. And keep with me here. Because of the net sheet, now we're planning for what's going to happen in future based off of these rough numbers that I have, okay? And I always say, give some flexibility. Like I'm never gonna walk in anybody's house and tell them, hey, you are absolutely gonna make this dollar amount. I'm going to give them a range based on comps, market conditions, all that stuff. Well, here is the beautiful thing, y'all. Because I'd experienced something like this previously, I knew that they did a modification because I asked her, okay, when you all were behind on your mortgage or, you know, when you experienced this hardship, you're still in the house. What happened? She shared with me, she got a modification. And I said, Hey, this is what I want you to do. I know what they're saying online. Your principal payoff is, but if you could give the mortgage company a call and ask them if they could give you a full payoff, including all of the liens and everything that might be attached to the property, and then I will also have my title company do a, you know, a complimentary title search so that we can see all the liens that are associated with the property. Lo and behold, y'all, when it comes back, there is an additional $50,000, okay, in fees and things that were associated with that modification, which what, where does that money come from? it comes out of her net profit, okay? So this $50,000 that we were not accounting for, if I wouldn't have asked that second question and then had us go out and get documentation to support the numbers that she thought that they were, then we very well could have gone under contract and you know could have been basing her next steps off of these numbers that were false. So it's really, really important that you all, you know, you got to boss up a little bit. You know, I know it may be feel weird to ask someone about their personal finances. Now, I don't need to know how much money you got in the bank and all that stuff. But what do you need? Like what needs to happen in order for us to sell this house and get you to the next steps? And if the numbers don't add up, you need to know that. Going back to what I was saying, I was looking at the Facebook post and, you know, there was a lady who was saying, you know what, I just finished my, my first sale and I absolutely want to throw up 
because she never asked the question about how much the seller really owed. And when it was all said and done, the seller left the closing table with zero dollars. Now, I don't know the details, right? I don't know if the seller, you know, thought it was a certain amount and didn't do whatever. But the thing is that the real estate agent, it is it is part of our job to do our due diligence, to make sure we're asking the right questions and we are doing these preliminary searches that we are having them reach out to their mortgage company so that we can get these payoffs so that we are like for sure, for sure, for sure that what they are expecting to happen is actually what the payoff amount is. So make sure that you are not taking a listing. You need to know exactly what these numbers are. And then you also need to know everybody who you know has a vested interest in the property. That's something else, right? So make sure that you are doing your due diligence. And I tr trust me, it is going to save you a lot of heartache, a lot of frustration later on down the road. And it's definitely going to save your seller a lot of heartache and frustration as well. All right, besties, I hope this was helpful. As always, you know exactly what to do. Hit rosemarylewis.com forward slash ask if you ever want to ask me a question. And we will be back next week with another question to help you grow and maintain and sustain your real estate business. Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group. Yay! Look, cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group. So I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what? That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.